Welcome to the Nuggets, Inc. podcast presented by Nobody. I'm your host, Matt Schubert, joined once again by Nuggets beat writer Bennett Durando. We got a whole bunch of topics to get into. Zeke Naji just got paid. After that, we answer 10 questions about the upcoming season. The Nuggets will start their season on Tuesday, and we get into a whole bunch of stuff around that. Nikola Jokic, MVP again. Jamal Murray, All-NBA. How many games MPJ going to play? They're going to make a big trade? Over-under wins? All that and a whole lot more coming up next. And we are back for a special edition of the Nuggets, Inc. podcast presented by Nobody in the Denver Post podcast studios. A.A. Ron Ontiveros to my left in front of me. Bennett Durando, Durando, we're we're just gonna keep. I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to say anything to you before we started recording because I was I was predicting that this would happen yet again. <laughs> I, I, at this point, I was it's trying like, to keep a straight face as you started. Well, I mean, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a running gag from here on out. I yeah. mean, I think we're I'm committed to the bit. Um, it's gonna happen. When did and we are back start? Also, that oh gosh, I don't know, Aaron. Do you do you remember? When, when that started, that that had to be pretty early on in the seems podcast. Like a, seems like a COVID reference. Yeah, it might it, it might have been COVID times. Who knows? We could ask Singer someday uh, next time we see him. Um, but yeah, fair so, enough. So you you saw a really bad movie this weekend, I believe, right? Correct. Uh, Martin Scorsese's not doesn't have his fastball anymore. You 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 watched that, um, and. Um, at the same time, Zeke Naji got a contract, uh, eight years, $32 million. Um, I got to say, I was a little surprised for the, you're making a four-year commitment. I guess three with a player option, but let me just tell you right now, uh, Zeke will be exercising that option in year four. Yeah, uh, certainly. Um, definitely if he's still in Denver at, at that point. <laughs> right, um, right. Yeah, four years, $32 million. I'm glad that the extension did not happen while I was in the middle of the three and a half hour movie, which is fantastic, by the way. Oh, uh, was it actually three and a half hours? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. I thought you knew that. I, I did. Well, no, I just made that assumption because it's Martin Scorsese yeah. and he just cannot edit his own stuff anymore. But I, I didn't realize three and a half hours. Okay. All right. Just some evil editor talk. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't know what to say. And next, Matt's going to say that Jokic passes too often. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad it did not happen during that uh, for the sake of of being able to write about it. Um, But, yeah, it was – I don't think the extension itself was surprising, but I do think the the money took some people by surprise – that, you know, just because Zeke Naji hasn't played more than, I think it's 53 games in a season yet. Right, um, and he's he hasn't, I mean, his averages aren't exactly fantastic, and it's not no. like he's somebody that's been super productive and, and you know, injury problems. Um, this is sort of the prove-it year for him, is it not? Yeah. Um, and you're yeah. giving him the contract before he approves it. A num- and last year was sort of supposed to be the prove-it year as right. well. Um, so who knows, he's had a variety of injuries throughout his career he's basically been a five point two and a half rebound per game guy 
in limited minutes, 13, 14 minutes for pretty much his whole career. Right. Um, the Nuggets are banking on him to lead the charge in backing up Jokic, which is especially important this season. Um, coming off of the short offseason, Michael Malone sort of stressed this for the first time yesterday, actually, on, on Sunday, I should say, um, after after the penultimate preseason practice for Denver. Nice use of penultimate. Thank you. Uh, Malone basically emphasized, like, we need to be in a position where Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic are not playing 36 minutes a game. Like, we need to assure that we are confident enough in our bench behind those guys. And oh. it's tough because, like, I don't know, can you be confident enough in Zeke Naji or or the backup point guards, for that matter, right. um, to help out? At the same time, Malone said, I, yesterday I'm most comfortable when one of those two is on the floor at all times. And so... Well, maybe it just comes down to that. You stagger the minutes with those two. I think that's there's going to be a lot of that, which is unfortunate because the Nuggets are at their best when that two-man game is just clicking. So right. uh, so that's going to be the tricky balance, and, and they're really counting on someone like Zeke Naji to sort of fill in that role, at least defensively, um, effectively. And, and, and they really like his defense. They like his switchability. Don't love his rebounding. The, the defensive rebounding in particular they've gotten on him about. Um, uh, they like his tenacity on the offensive boards a lot more. So he sort of missed some bunnies around the rim uh, in a couple of the preseason games. So you'd like to see the layups uh, go in the basket. It's a big deal for centers usually. Yes. Uh, Finishing around the rim. But but I, I think, I do think throughout the preseason, I noticed Zeke sort of start to grow a little bit more comfortable with his physicality within those games. Um, well, he's going to have to figure it out soon. You you need to figure that out. There were a couple of times, even, uh, even toward the end, like he would revert a little, like, in the first Clippers game where he was sort of playing out around the perimeter a lot more in their offense, and it just didn't seem like he was as comfortable as even, like, Braxton Key, like, like using his shoulders, using his body um, to make plays in the paint, and I, I think he got better at it, and he still maybe isn't super consistent at it, but has has sort of started to progress in that area over the course of the preseason. Well, so. I think the, the good news is is that uh, he's kind of locked into the role that I always thought made the most sense for him, which is a small ball five. Mm -hmm. He's not like a great enough shooter to where he's going to be a floor spacer. Yeah. Uh, he's he's not good enough dribbling the ball to to be some sort of perimeter threat. He's 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 really a center. Like that's the skill set that he has. He can hit an outside shot. Hopefully he can finish around the rim. Hopefully he can figure out how to defensive rebound. Uh, but you know, in the modern NBA, it, it just it seemed like that was sort of you know the role that he was meant for. Four years, thirty-two million dollars, eight million dollars a year. Um, that probably isn't a huge contract once the new TV deal comes through, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the salary cap does nothing but go up and up and up. I mean, uh, did Boston just gave a guy what? $500 million. What was his contract? It was some massive deal. Oh, you're talking about Jalen Brown? Yeah, 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 it was it was, uh, it was. was in that ballpark. Yeah, so the the, the contracts are... 303.7. 303.7, so I was way off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, uh, it's, it felt like that. But he's getting over 50 a, a year, I think, is what it was. Tatum's going to have the same 
deal next year for oh, them yeah. too. So oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's what's happening with NBA contracts. They're yes. just they're going to look insane. But so the hope is, uh, if if you keep Zeke Naji for the duration of that contract, do you think they're gonna? I don't know. It's a good question. I, I like to me, it, this almost feels like asset management. I think there's definitely like a flexibility, uh, you know, rationale to it. Like you have a contract that you can trade off now. Uh, if right. you feel you need to at some point, you also have, if you want to keep them around, a salary that they hope will age well, basically, with the cap. And so, it probably will. Um, yeah. So it's, it's it, I would think, you know, if he's a serviceable NBA player. And that's the if here. Yes. Because we don't know that yet. We still don't know that we yet. We really do not. Um, so I, look, like today, Monday, as we're recording, would have been the deadline to sign uh, rookie-scale contract guys from that 2020 draft uh, to extensions before the season starts. So it made sense to get a deal done. It might look like a tiny bit of an overpay right now, but I think getting a deal done in a way that sort of gives you some flexibility and hopefully a win-win for Denver in the long run is probably worth it in the end. We'll see. I, I would have thought going into the season that this was the year to know is Zeke Naji going to have a career that spans eight to ten years? Uh, and we're now there. It's he's got, he's going to be. He's got a contract that basically through year eight. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty incredible. So, um, outside of that, uh, not a lot of other big to do things. I mean, Bones Highland went off on the on the Nuggets and, uh, and then got hurt <laughs> a preseason game. Yes, and then got hurt. It was seriously the Bones show. I yeah. could, I, I couldn't believe it. There, uh, there was also a help up gate uh, with with uh, the the Nuggets uh, yeah. and uh, and Bones Highland who went up to help get you know get him up after he fell to the ground. Yes, yes. Well, I I I observed. I was on that end of the floor. Yes. Um, and so I think I did tweet. I was like, oh. Jamal Murray walked over and asked if he was okay. Nicole Jokic was checking on him and all that. Uh, and then Russell Westbrook came over. Um, Bones got help back to their bench. I did not think that it would become a, a do the Clippers even like him type of thing. <laughs> like the, the Nuggets are looking after their former guy because they've got high character. Yeah, the they're Clippers just good don't. guys. They're just good guys, those Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... Uh... Whatever. Like, they were... <laughs> They were helping him out. It's or they were checking on him. Uh, it's that's that's good for them. Yeah, they're human it's, beings. It, they're they're decent human beings. That was that was sort of a classic, like let's make a bigger deal out of an extremely small thing. Yes. than it actually needed to be. So, no doubt. No uh, doubt. But yeah, he was he was cooking against the Nuggets starters before the injury. So, well, good for Bones. Um, I wonder if he gets a second contract. Do you think he gets a second contract? Yes, I do too. I, I think he will. He can score. Yeah, he can shoot. Yeah, if he can shoot, you stick around a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, can't play defense. Can't play a lick of defense, uh, as some people have mentioned uh, recently. That has been pointed out. <laughs> but uh, all right. So today, Monday, the day before the start of the season, uh, Tuesday night, they'll be raising a banner in Ball Arena, the last celebration of the championship squad before. A new challenge comes. A new mountain to climb, in the word of Kiz. We got ten. I'm sorry, not ten. Eight questions that I'm going to be throwing at you at this podcast. You're shaking your head. Couldn't think of ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even opening day, and you couldn't rise to the occasion. 
All right, buddy. So I'm going to do my best to answer 10, even if I only get eight questions. Because <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> that's my game. But. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to feed you. Hopefully you can slam these down. First question. And it's, of course, about Big Honey. Nicole Jokic, the big fella. Who's that? You don't know him? I've, I just wasn't familiar with no, Nikola Jokic. Jokic. No, okay, all right. Well, he, he's won two MVPs. So the question is, will he win a third this year? And just, just to preface this, he was just called the best center in the NBA by NBA GMs in 92%. Uh, that debate's done. Sorry, Joel. Yeah. Um, and he's coming off uh, maybe the, the greatest playoff performance in the history of the NBA. Um, so he has plus 400 odds right now ahead of Giannis plus 500, Luca plus 550, Jason Tatum, your boy from St. Louis plus 800, and Bede plus 850. What say you, Bennett? I think he wins. You think he wins? Wow, yeah. that that was easy. I th- next uh, question. <laughs> I think the next three guys are on on the odds that you just listed are probably the right next three guys. I think Luke. I think Luca's the guy that yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. my no, eye. No, no, we yeah we've we've brought that up. I think Luca's number two. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think he wins. I don't. I don't even like know what to say on that <laughs> one. Like like he's just the best player in the world. So sure. Uh, I. I think he's going to win a third. Well, well, here's the thing: like, is he going to be motivated to do it? Because he wasn't last year. Uh, yeah. He, if he wanted to, he could have capped off the season by averaging a triple double and made you know pumped up his his chances of being a three time MVP a little bit more. And he chose not to. Even if he's not motivated, he he's still capable of doing it. So like that's Good point. that's sort of the the you know the end all be all there is like like he. He doesn't care about the stats and whatnot, but he is going to have the stats. He's going to have the numbers. Uh, I think there is still a decent chance that in spite of the emphasis on hopefully resting him when possible, he will play a lot this year. He never, like, hasn't played much in his career, and... Yeah, I don't know if you really need to care about it necessarily to win it if you're as good as he is. Three-time winners, Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. You heard him? Yeah. HBO just had a series about him. I know. Did, did you watch that? Uh, I didn't, based on the Perlman oh, book, Oh, my right? gosh, how dare you? Uh, yes, yes. I'm, well, reading, got, I'm got, reading the Perlman book right now, actually. Yeah, I might I might have started the show if it didn't get canceled after <laughs> season two. Now I, now I don't really feel interested in watching yeah. it. So Yeah, that's a good point. Larry Bird? Also in that series, mm. uh, what do you Could, think, Aaron? What do you think of the actor that played Bird in, the, in that series? That's good casting. He looked oh, just man. like him. It was amazing. I thought it was him. <laughs> it, it, it was like, yeah, it was like they went back in time. Was it Hunter Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it was not. Hunter Tyson could win three MVPs. Oh, really? Is, is that your second question? No, no, that's definitely not my second question. <laughs> uh, Moses Malone, the other one, uh, Big Moses. Mm. Uh, Moses, who uh, knew how to use his behind uh, better than maybe anybody in the history of basketball, could te- teach uh, Zeke Naji a thing or two about defensive rebounding, maybe the greatest rebounder ever, uh, although Dennis Rodman would certainly put up a fight. Um, okay. Yeah, I— 
it's funny to think about it in the historical context of only three guys having done it. But well, I uh, think there's guys that have, have won more than three. Uh, Aaron, you want to look that up? Uh, I, I want oh, to say yeah, yeah, Kareem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kareem yeah, 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 is yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think you're five. Right, you're right. You're right. Um, I, I MJ know. won four. I think MJ did win four. I believe. Uh, no, MJ won five. Bill Russell won five. Wilt four. LeBron four. Uh, and then none all, of did, and six by Kareem. Did any how the this the three in a row was the big conversation, right? Yeah, that, year, right? that's yeah. been Larry Bird did that, and I believe uh, it was Bill Russell who also did that. Yeah, Bill Russell also did that. Um, so people like to talk about narratives with, with these MVP votes and all that. Um, and last year, I guess part of the conversation was like a Jokic fatigue. Yeah. After the previous two years, and the Nuggets hadn't really done anything in the playoffs either of those years, and it felt to a lot of people outside of Denver at least like it was weird that he had won both of those, uh, and it was past time to give Embiid his. They just didn't know, my friend. And now the narrative argument might have switched back to where it's like Jokic clearly proved in the postseason as he had before actually but yeah yeah, sure sure exactly as who the better of those two was and and Embiid has fallen flat on his face in the playoffs multiple times now. yeah hasn't made it out of a second round and not performed particularly well either he was pretty bad down the stretch in that series yeah yeah Yeah. they I mean they got carried by two huge Harden games (laughs) against Boston (laughs) that's like (laughs) that's bizarre to think about considering where things are at now in Philly but uh, I don't think he's at practice again today yeah uh Mm -hmm. So, point point being, it's come back around, I think, to where people are like, oh, maybe Jokic should have won it last year anyway. And it, I don't know. Like, Embiid was a deserving winner last year I, I think of it, that regular season award. But, but point, like, people will sort of look at the way that that aged in the next two months. Yeah. And they will look at the consistency of Jokic's game and maybe decide uh, he probably should have won a third anyway. Right. If it's if it's a toss up again, maybe he gets it. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he also doesn't look um like an MVP in the sense of like he's not dunking the ball a bunch of times and doing these um, yeah. if you watch him, he'll make three or four passes in a game that are like absolutely incredible. Uh he'll do that almost every night, but you have to watch him. And I think a lot of people up until the, this finals run hadn't watched him enough. Now that's over. I think more people are going to watch him than ever this year. Oh, no like, doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So. Yeah. And and I think there's an appreciation now, a, a much finer appreciation of, of what he is uh, than, than maybe there was before. You know, no people aren't going to be impressed by the fact that he never misses a floater from six feet out. But yeah. like yeah. once you watch him over and over again, you're like, gosh, does he ever, has he ever missed one? And you, you start to realize, wow, this guy's amazing. Um, so, all right. Moving on. Question number two. And by the way, uh, while we're talking, I thought of a ninth question. So we're getting close to 10, my friend. Was it Hunter Tyson related? It's not Hunter. It is in no way related. Uh, Well, I guess because he's on the Nuggets, it is related to Hunter Tyson, but that's the only way. Um, Number two. We've talked uh, quite a bit about Jamal Murray. Um, Didn't sign an extension this offseason, presumably because he's going after the Supermax deal. And to be a Supermax player, you got to be an all-NBA player. So... With that being said, fully healthy, Jamal Murray, working out with UFC dudes and preparing to beat dudes 
behinds and video games uh, offline. <laughs> is he, Jamal Murray, going to be all NBA this season? I think he's going to be an all star for okay. the first time. Not that's and you can be all star, but not all NBA. That's a, it's a tougher hurdle to get all NBA. It is. It is no insult to a player to say they will not. Right now, I still sort of think it's outside looking in, uh, unless there's an injury to someone. Well, he's is... gonna he's gonna have to play a lot of games too. Do you think he reaches the games threshold? Um. Yeah, I think he does. Um, but it's uh, here. I mean, here's the thing. I'm like trying to talk myself through the my thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. They've gotten rid of the position specific stuff, right? Right. So maybe he will. Maybe uh, you don't have to cram in a third center on that. On the... Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Because like, if you're just basing it on guards and point guards, like that limits it severely and. Like, there's a pretty good argument that Lillard's going to be even better this year now that he's paired up with Giannis, and obviously Shea is already there and still getting better. And Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. He's going to have. It's hard to imagine he's going to take a step back. Yeah, he's going to he's going to score a bunch. You know, like yeah, I I don't know. I sort of think he might actually. The the position list. Talked yourself into it. Yeah, from. Two minutes ago to now, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think people are coming around on him too more than ever. But he still has to put up the numbers. That's the part he that... still has to put up the numbers. And I, but if I think he's going to be an all star, then it means he's putting up the numbers early in the season anyway. Yeah, probably. Which yeah. is the but again higher bar the area where he has been challenged by Michael Malone until five days ago. So uh, <laughs> Michael Michael Malone has. Walked back his challenge uh, <laughs> for Jamal to be all all star and all NBA. It's so. interesting. I, I yeah, I wonder why I did that. So yeah, so I, I'm gonna say yes. Actually, I'm I don't here, I don't want to sound like a homer and be like yes to all of all of these questions. Yeah, but but I, it seems reasonable with the position thing that that he can be. In yeah, the but it, here's the thing that you also have to factor in account. There's a lot of good wings. A lot of good forwards that now can mm-hmm. can come come into play, and like people, LeBron James is going to continue to put up numbers. Yeah. And when LeBron James puts up numbers, he gets accolades like this. Now, maybe he doesn't play the necessary games, but you've got him. Uh, who knows what Bradley Beal's going to be with the Suns? Kevin Durant is he going to be able to play enough games? Uh, there's there's just so many good wings. Jason Tatum, we you know uh, Luka Doncic. It's that. It could be something where it's yes, there's only two centers that get on, and like Embiid and Jokic, but there's just this free for all between the wings and the guards, and there's just so much talent in the league now. Luca, by the way, I know we talked about the GM survey last time, but he was both second in the best point guard in the NBA vote and third in the best small forward in the NBA <laughs> vote. <laughs> so, and tied for third in the best shooting guard in the NBA wow, vote behind that, Booker and Curry. That's uh, yeah. Yeah, I so. I think Luke is going to have a huge year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Kyrie. I I guess just is he going to show up to work? I don't know. That's that's a question with Kyrie. Uh, but, Always is. Uh, I'm going to say yes to Jamal. Yes to Jamal. Do you think he will be? I don't, uh, and I think it's just because I think the bar is so high 
I think he'll be like in the discussion. He's going to be right there. And maybe because of the championship that push, pushes ugh, pushes him over the top because voters kind of think that way in some ways. They're, Absolutely. They're influenced by yeah. that postseason success. So I could see that pushing him over the top. Again, there's a narrative there. He is the best player in the NBA who hasn't like even been an all-star. So Yes. The, uh, yeah. Point. Yeah. He definitely has that. He's carrying that torch. There, there's, sure. an, there's an Oscars overdue uh Scorsese winning <laughs> for the Departed element to this. Wait, so. wait, wait. Let's not. The, 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 the Departed was a fine film. I, I enjoyed The Departed quite a bit. Um, and who knows? Maybe Killers of the Flower Moon is great, too. I haven't seen it. Uh, I'll give it a chance. We'll see what happens. Um, always like Leo, by the way. You, you a Leo guy? Uh, yeah, of course. I, th- mm. uh, I thought he was the third best performance in that movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who gets number one? Gladstone. Lily Gladstone. Why do I not know who Lily Gladstone is? I don't know. It's what? disappointing. Yeah, that that is disappointing. I'm disappointed in myself. Um, yeah. and you who, don't you don't even know what the movie's about, so I can't really say too I, much I about Lily Gladstone. I don't so. want to know. Don't even tell me. I'd like to go in fresh on everything. Fresh. Just don't tell me. I'm going to watch it, experience it for myself, have my own thoughts. Lily Gladstone wins an Oscar, and Jamal Murray gets All NBA. All right. Those are my picks. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Next one, the Nuggets. Over under for wins right now, bet MGM 52 and a half or 53 and a half? 52 and a half, I believe. Um, so 52 and a half wins last year. I believe they won 53 or 54. Aaron, you want to look that up for us while we're talking 53. about 53? 53 games. I, so. I think it's under. You think under? Yeah. Why? Uh, because they're a worse team on paper than they were last year. Worse regular season team? Yes. Yes. Maybe depth, even just a depth, worse team in I, Look, look, depth matters more in the regular season, and that's the right. area where they regressed. So right. um, I don't know if that like speaks to how well they'll do in the playoffs at all, other than if they're a lower seed than the one, they're going to have to play on the road a little bit more. And we saw how important home court advantage was to them this summer. Although they were just fine on the road. Yeah, yeah, they they were. But, I mean, like, there was such a – Colossal difference still at home. Yes. I think, like yes. I don't know, it, yeah. it, they're, they're they're juggernaut at home. It does feel like one of the more significant home court advantages in the league. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, we were talking about this already, but I think they might be for that reason in a position where they want to play for the one seed down the stretch if it's close. Um, so that would be an argument for the over um, if they want to go for that instead of saying. Let's exploit the PPP and give Jamal Murray ten games off and uh, <laughs> and Jokic a few games off here and there, that type of thing. So like, uh, I don't know. There, there's there's an interesting element to it. I just think it's like pretty reasonable to think they step back by three or four wins. I think they're I think they're at fifty three again. Oh, okay. I do. I I just think like, what's the equation for them to win as many games with a slightly worse team? They still have Nikola Jokic. Uh, they they throttled him down quite a bit at the end of last season uh, after they had the one seed locked up. Um, and Jamal Murray is not hobbled Jamal Murray of the start of the season that he was last year, still tr- trying to play his way into shape. I think you get prime Jamal. You have another prime Jokic here. That in itself is enough Here, to get to 53. This is this is like what factors into my my yes on Nikola MVP and Jamal All-NBA too, is that whether or not 
the Nuggets want to, I think they're going to be in a position a few times this year where they're over-dependent on their starters. Yes, yes, I agree with that. And it's going to be an uncomfortable situation. Similarly to the team I covered last year, which I just cannot get out of my head (laughs) as I... I know the I've, avalanche, by the way. I know I've made the comparison a few times, but like it is, it is hard to get that out of my head going into this year, and like the Bruce Brown, Nazem Kadri parallels, all that stuff. So like, uh, I don't know. I think there's going to be, you know, a little bit of McKinnon over reliance, a little bit of Jokic Murray over reliance, and it's going to perhaps benefit their individual awards races. Uh, but you know, it, the Nuggets are going to struggle with their bench. And I, I, I still don't think Malone, like, feels great about any one bench unit right now going into the regular well, season. Th- that's no different than last year. Exactly. Uh, like, they, he's going to toggle with it. He's going to see who plays well with who. And it's going to take some time, and there are probably going to be some ugly stretches. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's like, not unreasonable to think they get off to a little bit of a slow start. Okay. Next up. Uh, we might call him the third star of the group. Some might. Some others maybe would say another guy. Aaron Gordon. He had an all-star case last year. Wasn't an all-star. Um, is this the year? Is he going to be an all-star? Is this another situation where because of the, the things that he did in the playoffs last year, if he gets off to a good start again, the appreciation for who Aaron Gordon is as a player, as a complimentary player, as a really good complimentary player he gets an all-star nod i think so and again i think he's gonna play a lot (laughs) and (laughs) yeah yeah and i think that's going to work to his advantage individually um he averaged 16.3 last year uh which was his highest total since 1718 in orlando and I think he can probably average 17-plus again this year. Well, he's going to have to, yeah. to be an all-star. Yeah. You want to so, be close to 20, I No, think. that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't think it's, like, out of the realm of possibility that he's around 19. Okay. So, I, I say he doesn't make all-star. Okay. I think there's just too many good players in the league. I, I think either he or maybe MPJ somehow makes all-star. So they're going to be three all-stars. I think I – think that they could get a third guy in. And I, I the, think, the West is also loaded. By yeah, the way. that's the tricky thing. I just think there's like a there's like a recognition of the Nuggets now that's going to benefit guys like that. Like, oh, these were pretty key cogs on the team that just won the championship. Yeah. And then steamrolled to the NBA. Championship. You take a second look at their stats. You recognize AG's defense. Maybe MPJ's shooting really high percentages to start the year on like in the NBA Finals. Uh, and I don't know. I just, it seems like there's a path for, I definitely, there will definitely be two is my thought. Okay. Um, and, so and it's I whether it's it, not Jamal or, or, or our guy Aaron Gordon. Well, I mean, it's, it would be Jamal. Is the yeah, thing. probably. So like, <laughs> and then, and then I think there's room for a third. I'll say this. Aaron Gordon was made for an all-star game. Like, oh, I know. Imagine yeah. the all- I mean, alley of dunks. Dunk, he's a dunk contest guy. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, his preseason was really good, by the way. He might have been like, he might have been the starter who just looked like he clicked the most immediately. He moved really well. He wanted to run the floor. Um, his chemistry with Jokic just looked elite 
Um, I love watching them play together. I know Jamal. He's so great. And Jokic, with Jokic like gets Jokic. all the talk, but those two like yeah. are so cohesive. They're so on the same page. Right. And just I I know I've only been around the team for a few weeks at this point, but like seeing them interact on the sideline, off off to the side at practice too, is like I think they have a pretty strong friendship, as has been widely chronicled uh, by by Ag's trip to Serbia, but right. like. Uh, those two are tight, and and I do think it shows on the court. One thing about Aaron Gordon that uh, I, I think I absolutely love is that he sort of realized who he was. And uh, being able to and embracing just bullying dudes mm-hmm. in the paint, like he didn't do that a few years back. When he was in Orlando, he was like playing on the perimeter, trying to cross guys over. That's not you. And he 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 started bullying guys, and that happened. Remember in the finals, they 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 just yeah. rode that for uh, for stretches of of games. Uh, and the fact that he he's embraced that, I think, is just like a testament to him being just a good guy that under that that's willing to understand what's his limitations, what is he good at, and like just leaning into it. It's funny throughout this preseason, uh, we've we've talked with. It was David Adelman more so than Michael Malone. Um, but we've talked with Adelman about uh, Peyton Watson trying to sort of adjust to the responsibilities of the four a little bit more um, because they feel like that is sort of the role that he can carve out for himself. Kind of spindly for a four. Yes. And I, that the idea is like it's Adelman has pointed out uh, there's some challenge to him adjusting to how to use the baseline to his advantage. Um, he's not necessarily a bully ball kind of player. No. And so like that, there's that element of it. But Aaron Gordon, it's it's tough to replicate just the feel that he has for the space that he can occupy along the baseline, when to clear out, when to identify a driving kick, when to sort of slip behind guys for, for the lob from Jokic. They love doing that just a little uh, after off of the pick and roll action with him and Jamal, yeah. where Ag just gets behind everyone and yeah. is there for an easy lob. Like th- there are so many things that he can sort of make himself useful for in that space that he just sort of understands, mm-hmm. and he understands how to share the space with Jokic in a way that might not be easy for everyone else to sort of yeah. easily click into and that's Certainly, the struggle for Watson. Partly as reps, but also, yeah. you know, having a certain basketball IQ. I think Peyton Watson is a smart player. Yeah. Um so he could it get it just there. takes time. Yeah. And I also think he needs to bulk up if that's if if the yeah. idea is is that he's gonna be a four at some point. He already has a bit. He's yeah, he's added true. like twenty pounds. That's so, true. Yeah. And he was he was a string bean mm-hmm. coming out of UCLA. So, you know, if he if he fills out a little bit more, yeah, I could see that. He's also so athletic. He really is. That you would hope that he's kind of a 3-4 tweener that he could toggle between the two. I think I think in terms of on this specific team they want to have him as prepared to help out at the 4 as possible and yeah. that is uh sort of the the rationale with like let's just get this guy as many preseason reps there as we right. can. No so, Jeff Green, so but, yeah. you got to find something. Exactly. Okay, before we go on break, I got one more here. One one more thing. You're you're talking about all the guys who are going to be really good in the West and this same goes for teams. So going back to me taking the under, like that's just like a schedule in the West that can wear you down. Yeah, that's true. Like there, there, there aren't a lot of freebies. There are tough games even at toward the bottom of the conference. Yeah, the the only the only games where I think like they're you're winning almost undoubtedly is like maybe Portland. Mm-hmm. 
Houston, San Antonio. Even Houston has like NBA players, though. Oh yeah, they all do. You know, like yeah. they're yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I yeah. don't know. There's, there's there's some tough like San Antonio is probably the the easy yeah. Yeah, Gimme, yeah, but yeah, I get Wembeyana. He's he's fun and everything, but it's gonna take some time. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Man, Jokic could just bully him. Oh, okay, it's gonna be ugly if yeah. if he has to guard Jokic. It's he's just gonna dominate him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you'd go about that if you're San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So last one uh, before we go on break here. Who will play more minutes off the bench? Our man Brown. Big government, Reggie Jackson, somebody else that maybe we're not considering. I think it's Brown and it's Zeke. Brown and then Zeke are your are your one and two four minutes off the bench. Yes. Interesting. Neither one of those uh, really a point guard. Uh, no. Well, look, I mean, I I don't know. I Reggie will play a decent amount, especially early in the season. And then maybe they'll get Jalen Pickett some run as as things move on. But I think they're going to rely heavily on Jamal. Like it's just going to be, it's it's going to be tough to keep him off the floor during some of the second unit. Yeah, minutes. Yeah. Um, and so and, and Christian Brown's just always going to be the first guy off the bench. So and if if you're if you are toggling, um, or I should say, uh, spreading. Jokic and Jamal out across these different minutes, and one sort of carries one unit, one other. You can actually have Jokic be your point guard with a second yes, unit if yes. you if you want to, yeah. and you, you'll be just fine. Yeah. So, so they have enough options there. I just think that Zeke, if he's healthy, is going to end up on the court more. I yeah, that's that's interesting. So that's why he just got paid, maybe. Yeah. Or and maybe they want to have him on the court enough so that teams can see him for February, possibly. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Can't yeah. rule it out. No, I, I I certainly wouldn't. I mean, it's a very tradable contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the beauty of it. It's also a contract where if he plays well, it looks immediately like one of the greatest bargains in the NBA. And again, you can trade it. Totally. So, um, yeah. Okay. Interesting. But uh, there's there's no other answer than Christian Brown, though. I, He's the guy off the yeah, bench. Yeah. He's, he'll be the first off the bench. He has been that that was declared basically before training camp even. So um Okay, over under on assists for our guy Brown. What 1. Is it? 1.5 per game. I'll give him 1.7. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. I don't I I mean like I don't know. I, he's probably going to shoot more than he's going to look to pass he's like they don't want him bringing the ball up right but um, it, but you know if if we're talking about the guy that he's kind of replacing as the sixth man for sure that guy created some shots for other people he did he did um i don't know i i think i mean like, i think his biggest role in the offense is just going to be spot up shooter so yeah yeah, I think yeah, you're probably right about that. I I don't think they want the ball in his hands that much still. Like he, he I think you rely on him because you want like solid defense out of that second unit and you yes. want like a high IQ player and he's both of those things. Um but but it's not the this these things do not correspond the first guy off the bench and the guy who's holding the ball most off the bench necessarily. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good uh, point. Which is a very easy misconception. So Okay. 
All right. Well, we've got four more questions. Who knows? We might even have five if I like think mm. of another one while we're talking. But we're going to take a quick break. Be back in a second. Just wanted to let you know for the Nugget fan in your life, or maybe for yourself, we've got a book on the championship season that was for the Denver Nuggets. They're hanging a banner. We're selling books. The book is gold standard. How the Denver Nuggets won their first NBA championship. All sorts of great stories and photos. It is the gift that keeps on giving. If you got a Nuggets fan in your life, Hanukkah, Christmas, Valentine's Day, Boxing Day, it fits every occasion. Find it at local bookstores near you or online at denverpost.com. Now that the Nugget season is off and running, I just wanted to let you know that we will be covering anything and everything that happens with this team at denverpost.com backslash nuggets. Bennett Durando, Durando, however you want to pronounce that, he's our man on the Nuggets beat. You can follow him on Twitter at Bennett Durando. That's two T's and two N's on Bennett. We call him Benito here. He's a good follow, and he'll be all over the Nuggets. And we're back from our little break. Um, Can I have a Denver Post mug? I just noticed. I have like three of these, so yes. I, there's They're everywhere. You throw a pencil, you'll probably uh, hit they're one. They're just sitting around in here? Yes. I can steal one? Yeah. Yeah, you'll have your own Denver Post mug. In fact, I've got a bunch of Denver Post. I've got a Denver Post face mask. Uh, I've got a Denver Post T-shirt. I've got multiple Denver Post mugs and even better ones than this. Singer showed up to practice still wearing his Denver Post hat yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I was like, what gives? (laughs) It's like, do you you not want people to to think that you've left the paper? (laughs) (laughs) Good old Mike. Um, All right. We have five questions answered. We've got five more. We, I, yeah, that's right. During the break, I got another. You got up to 10. I got up to 10. Wow. We, we made it. So, next one. This is number six. Will the Nuggets make a deal at the trade, line, trade deadline? And if they do, what will they be targeting? What position? Now, we just talked about the bench and the fact that they – May or may not believe in the backup point guard situation. We also don't entirely know if Zeke Naji is going to be effective as a backup five. Uh, lots of questions. So, what say you, Bennett? Are we talking about a trade at the trade deadline with this team? Obviously, they're in a tough spot money-wise. Um, so, it's going to be difficult to get like a significant piece, but... Um, but a tradable contract, like you've mentioned, with Zeke helps. Uh, if if they do make a trade, I think it would be Thomas Bryant esque, which ended up being that did, zero I, impact. I mean, but with the idea being, hopefully, it works better this time. Right, and it's a player who can actually contribute behind Jokic. So somebody that's maybe on an expiring deal where there's no future with them and that other team, and they just got to move him. And the Nuggets think possibly this person can contribute to what we're trying to do. Yes, pretty much. That's Particularly a big man. Particularly a big man. You I think, think so. I mean, like, I think it. If if they're gonna target someone, it's probably someone who can play the one or someone who can play the five. I think those are the 
Yeah, that's the holes for them. Like they've got enough sort of guys who can who are malleable and can a, a guy who's the two who can play the three or a guy who's the three who can play the four like Watson. Like there's enough at shooting guard through wing sort of to piece things together um, with their various depth options. Uh, who knows if it'll be that good, but it'll be something. It's it's those other two spots. Okay, so I believe I'm looking at a list here of guys that are on expiring deals. Oh, okay. Um, so interesting names here. I mean, some of them just just no way. Pascal Siakam. It's just. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they, not, unless like Michael Porter Jr. is in the trade, and for some reason the Raptors decide that that they want Michael Porter Jr.'s contract. Yeah. Um, hard to imagine that deal happening. Uh, Buddy Heald, same thing, $23.5 million. If we scroll down the list, though, there are a few. D'Anthony Melton, $8.6 million. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. And he could actually make yeah. some sense for them. Uh, other guys, Joe Harris, no. Uh, I'm getting down here. Oh, how about how about this one? This one's kind of fun. And And – could be a small ball five if you really felt like it. Obi Toppin. Oh man, I love an A ten guy. Oh yeah, bring in an A ten guy, and also like a talk about a guy who could take a Nikola Jokic lob and throw it down. Obi what? Toppin is like made for that. What's he making? He's making. Let me just five point five million. So like not a huge deal, but also like are the the Pacers going to want to give him up? I don't. Probably not. Uh, the uh, the Pacers could even if they wanted to get a little crazy they could buy. Yeah, that's true. So it's <laughs> true. So I don't think that's going to happen. But, yeah, yeah. Um, did does he does he have a deal for? Uh, he's a res- he'd be a restricted he's, he's free be agent. Restricted free yeah. agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. like essentially, in Indianapolis has another yeah. year of team control. So that's that's another reason why that probably doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Um, few okay. others. Xavier Tillman. I sort of um, I really liked that until I thought about it for ten <laughs> seconds. A <laughs> um, few others here. Oh, bring back Monty Morris, nine million dollar wow. contract. <laughs> That's uh, that makes some people happy. He's he's and he's going to be a, an unrestricted free agent. It's Detroit. They have almost zero reason to try. They're not going to be good. Um, I could see. I mean, if there's a way to swing yeah, the deal, it's the Avs, Jack Johnson. Yeah. Uh, situation. <laughs> I like how you can make those parallels. Um, let's see if there's one. Oh, Mike Conley. That's ah, twenty-two million. Sorry, no. No. That's a no. Uh, Ferkman Corkmaz. Would the Timberwolves even trade Conley? Uh, why would they? Yeah, I can't. I can't see why they would. He's sort of the kind of like older leadership guy that they need to right so, with some of the mess there late last season right yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking through here I, ooh, I, isaiah hartenstein bring him back into the fold wow uh, eight million <laughs> uh also uh ufa um yeah there, there, there's a few out there um it's not it's not that great of a no list of options patty mills patty <laughs> mills six million uh with uh, atlanta um okay that's I could see Patty Mills being a great backup. Um, hmm. Yeah, Ooh. I'm I'm not moved by any of the names you have said that make sense. Right, right. Andre Drummond, no. Otto Porter. Man, Drummond, Jr. Drummond wrecked them in the preseason. <laughs> He had like he had like thirteen offensive rebounds in like ten minutes or something. Yeah, I think crazy. that had more to do with who was on the floor yeah, than anything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Point in case. For... 
All right. I I I don't. They're not. They might need to make some sort of trade to help themselves out around the edges, but like, uh, I don't. I don't know if you want to force anything for someone on an expiring deal, and it comes down to how comfortable they feel at that point in the year with the backup minutes behind Jokic and right. and Murray to a yeah. lesser extent. I think like the the best possible scenario is one of these rookies pans out. Yep. As a instant impact player. Well, the problem is like coming out of the preseason, Strother's the one who looks the most like he can be an impact player immediately. And, and not the area of need. Not in the area of need at all. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they've got a log jam there and not enough going on. A lot of Hunter but. Tyson buzz going on early on. Um, yeah. I, he, he was better in the LA games. Um, look, looked a little bit more like Bird again, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 just, Why? just the quote of the preseason. Um, <laughs> I love that that his college coach, who even like made the comparison as well, tongue in cheek, was like, "I don't actually think that I'm from Indiana. That's an insult to Larry Bird." <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, Larry Bird was a transcendent player. It's uh, that being compared to him. I mean, Jokic, you can compare to him if you want to. I'm all for that. Uh, but we have, in yes, fact, yeah, it, during is, the NBA Finals, yeah, I, yeah. I want to say. Yeah, it, um, it has happened. At the Denver Post. Okay, next question. As we've noted, uh, a very deep Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Lots of, I mean, just the Pacific Division alone. I don't think there's a bad team in the Pacific Division. Yeah. Um, who will be the Nuggets' biggest threat in the West? I know it's basic, but I think I'm going to say it's the Suns. The Suns. They're yeah. going to be healthy and ready to go in the in the playoffs. I mean, like... And win enough games in the regular season where they're not hamstrung by a bad seed. So the skepticisms you just... Like, what's the counter? L.A.? Are are the Lakers going to be healthy? Is LeBron going to play enough games? Is AD going like LeBron's it's this, a tank? It's all the same stuff. Yeah, AD AD is AD. That's the certainly the LeBron gets hurt for portions every year now too, though. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. He seems to find a way to be healthy for the postseason. Like the Clippers, are they going to stay? Like it's the same. Oh, question I don't believe in the Clippers. for all of those teams. Yes. So like yes, but like the Kings, one of no. those teams. Some no, I, I think the Kings take a step back. Uh, won't be the Grizzlies. In the regular yeah. season, at least, obviously. Well, they they're losing. Mer- yeah, Joffer. they lose Jaw for twenty five. That's a lot of games. So they they might be like a very good six seed though when it's all said and done. You know, I, like, there's some about the way that they're made up, the the mental fortitude of that team that I'm just not buying. Aside from Jaw, you don't think Marcus Smart just makes makes things I think, click a little bit I more? think if there's a guy that you could find to torpedo the last minute of a game for you, they found him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they picked him up. That's very true. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I actually don't really have a comeback for that because I sort of agree. <laughs> I've, I've watched way too many dumb yeah. Celtics endings. Yeah. But, uh, hey, let me let me just give you the – this is – I'm going to channel Mike Singer here, our friend Mike Singer, uh, still wearing the Denver Post hat. Me, by the way, me saying they're a tough six seed doesn't – isn't about their mental fortitude. Like if you're a talented team that's the six, then you're a tough six seed. Yeah, they're just. I'm sorry, I'm not buying <laughs> them. Um, OKC Thunder. Um, I mean, like the thing with them is that they could 
spring into contender mode at any moment with right. their with their four million draft picks. So right, they could make a huge deal at any time they want to. Yeah, like what if things fell apart in Philly and then Embiid was suddenly Embiid and OKC. I mean, they've already got Chet, so I don't know if they want to do that. But certainly, that it's it's an interesting thought experiment. You're Who's, not going to take the defending MVP because of Chet Holmgren. I, <laughs> I I feel like the same issues that you have with Chet, the health issues, you also have with Embiid. And I'm also not sure I want to give Embiid his next contract. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I, I'm I'm not entirely certain on that, but there's plenty of other players out there. That, no, yeah, that I I was you know yeah. that was the extreme version. Cat, yeah. perhaps. Do you want Cat? I don't know if you do. Either, <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I want Cat. He's been surpassed on his own team at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. The point being, they can they can if they feel like it makes sense, they could make that move whenever they want. Like if we get to February and. AD has been hurt a little bit. Kawhi's been hurt a little bit. Durant has been hurt a little bit. And OKC is like... Two or three seed, yeah. Yeah, even like four maybe. Like you probably toss it around. Like like they have more picks than they have roster spots available in the future. So you got to make a big trade eventually. It's just a matter of whether this is the year it makes sense. I wonder who that player is. I'm I'm just... it, It can't be James Harden. I, I don't see how that no. makes sense for that that team. I don't think you want to insert that personality into that into that locker room. Um, Pascal Siakam isn't probably moving the needle. Why not? Do you think he pushed them over to the top as a as a contender? I, I, I don't know if I buy that. I don't know if he makes them like the best team in the West, but but he makes them better. Get Paul George back on a oh my gosh <laughs> on a sweet deal oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't wow. that be something that would be that would be all time stuff uh, I I mean like they're a team that could just sort of sneakily be the seven seed who mows through the play in and then you don't want to be the two seed playing them so yeah um, so I don't think they're the biggest threat though I still think it's Phoenix. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's L.A. behind them, though. I, I L.A. over Golden State. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that hierarchy. Um, Phoenix, you, I don't think I'd be interested in seeing Devin Booker with a fully operational Kevin Durant in a playoff series. But you're banking on that on that happening. That Kevin Durant is playing at his level because if you have yeah. those yeah. two playing at that level with Bradley Beal in a playoff series. Yes, that is scary, but I think that's a huge if, just such a big if. So is MPJ being healthy, and you right. know, Jamal's a year and a half removed from. I believe in Jamal still be- being mid rehab. So like, I don't know. Yeah, all right. I, I like someone's gonna have their season ruined by injuries this year, um, and like I guess we can sit around and speculate that it's slightly more likely that it's Phoenix than some other teams, but it could just as easily be anyone yeah yep you can never predict that it's impossible um all right so next one speaking of injuries next one michael porter jr Mm. over under games played (laughs) great segue uh (laughs) Uh, over under games played that that that's the way we have the segue Mm. uh 55 games are you taking the over 
or the under? I'll take the over, but I don't know. He's already injured, by the way. Uh, he's going to play, though, opening yeah. night. So but, I mean, we, we're already talking about one injury. That's, that's Sure, good. sure, yeah. Um, I It's a tough balance because, like, it looks rough when you miss the whole preseason, but also at a certain point it's like why risk playing him in one of these preseason games if we can just For sure. wait. So, yeah. Um, I, I'll take the over. I, th- I think he goes through a minor injury at some point this year. Almost assured. But – but it doesn't keep him out. So uh, you're you're saying like around like 60, 65 games then, or sure, yeah. That's what you think? If there's if there's an injury, it's not going to keep him out thirty games. Okay. If if he's at if he's at sixty five, I think they're they probably they hit my fifty three fifty four win number. Maybe I don't know if they do. Hmm. I still I mean like I still think like they're going to be tortured by their depth for a good portion of the season, if not the whole thing. Yeah. So. Um, and that, I don't know. That's, it's, I guess, I don't know. They could hit 53. I, I, the West is so good. It feels like they're going to be a bunch of teams around 50 pretty much. Yeah. Are the Nuggets motivated enough to go after that? I kind of think they're going to be. I, I to think. To go after the one seed? Yeah. Well, because I think they to, want it. Yeah. They want the one seed. I also think there's a little bit of double birds, you know, at the rest of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, hey, I'm not sure you you realize how good we are. Yeah. Um, and we want to, we're going to go out there and prove it. Okay. Do you kind of like what the Warriors did after they won their first? Michael Malone might be thinking that, but certainly I, he's I, thinking that. Like, I don't think might is <laughs> that is that is definitely. I don't think that. Nicole Jokic is thinking that. So. No, no, but Jamal is. Uh, I think Jamal is is kind of cut from the same Michael Malone. I can create yeah. a slight out of anything no, that's, cloth. That's very true. Um, so, okay. Next up, everybody's favorite topic, the NBA in-season tournament. I believe it's called the NBA Cup. The M- Really? I didn't know that. I don't know. <laughs> is, it, is it called <laughs> the NBA Cup? I, if, if it is, that's a, I just learned that for the first time. Um, I thought I saw something referring to it as the NBA Cup. J- j- just so that we can run this down for listeners that maybe did not pay attention to the NBA Cup. Um, Six groups, is that correct? Six pods? Six by five, yeah. Six pods of five teams. Um, eight advance to a quarterfinal stage. Yep. Um, Quarter- and then after the quarterfinals, it is... They go to Vegas. Vegas for the semifinals and the finals. Yes. So... Nuggets group is Denver, New Orleans, Houston, Dallas, LA Clippers. Winnable group. Yeah. Very winnable. Um, All right. So one, it's kind of a two-parter on this question. Will they care enough to go after it? Two, are they going to be in Vegas? I think they're going to be in Vegas. Um, I don't know if it matters whether they care enough. Uh, Again, it's sort of like the Jokic MVP thing. Like they're just going to – treat them like regular season games and probably win. Jokic will be required to play in those games because of that's part of the player participation policy is that star players have to be available if they're healthy for the in season tournament games. Okay. Yes. Um how how much money is at stake? Is it like they get a extra million dollars or something like that? I don't that? know. I'm I I'm I'm still 
not sure where I stand on it, but I'm a little bit grumpy about the whole thing. Uh, wh- like- how? How can we be? We're talking about somebody raising a trophy in December, and when it happens, all right? Like, like let, let, let's. That's, yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, well, hold on, hold on. Let, we we get to December. We're in Vegas, and the Nuggets are facing. Let's say the Sixers. Okay. For with a trophy on the line, you're gonna tell me people aren't gonna be into that? No, no, people will be into it, but like, I mean, like that. That's that's a situation where it'll matter more to the Sixers than it'll matter more <laughs> to the Nuggets. That, yeah, know? yeah. Like they they're about to hang a, a real banner, not a fraudulent banner. You know. <laughs> wow. So, so, like, so you're saying no banners for the in-season tournament winner? Uh I I think it's silly. I think I think it would be again poverty program behavior <laughs> to to raise a banner for that. I if the Nuggets raised a banner for that after winning an actual NBA championship a few months earlier, that wouldn't make sense. Here, like, here's okay. So here's what I'm all right. Here's what I'm picturing in my mind's eye. You know the the tweets where oh oh you want to talk about how great Kobe Bryant is and they like lay out all the trophies, yeah. you know? Yeah. Look, you won this trophy and that trophy, and you've got four of these and five of those and two of these and whatever, right? Is and the in-season tournament going to sit alongside? People are going to put that trophy in that tweet. That is going to happen. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. Poverty programs will. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I, I don't, don't, It's I, just like, I don't know. All like. Right. We'll revisit this when when the Nuggets are playing for the championship. Like I'm I'm riding high on this Mizzou football season, but I don't want to like raise a banner for the nine and three we we lost in the. Yeah, but but if they win the freaking poinsettia bowl or whatever it is that yeah. they're gonna play in, like that, there's gonna be something in the stadium honoring that bowl win. Yeah, but, but bowl that's that's a good equivalent actually because bowl <laughs> games are sort of dumb like. <laughs> How dare you? I, I like they don't they don't I, really mean anything. Like, well, you know, like your regular season means more than the bowl game result. You, you a, a lot of times, yes. Now, now it it didn't used to be that way. That's but, cool, but, but it's uh, but that's how it is now. Yes, I I agree. I, I agree with that sentiment. Um, you would say it's sort of an almost like a championships matter more. It's the internet era sort of byproduct, right, for college football. Yes. Yes. So, it's, so would it's, it not be the, exactly the same for the NBA and C? Yes. No. Listen, the cynicism that that goes into that take is is rampant. But what I'm saying is, you get to the game and it's a and it's a single elimination four team bracket in Vegas. People are gonna love that. I think it's fun. Yeah. No. That that that's cool. I'm also just. I think I've already said this, but like I'm I'm. I don't like. That I'm not going to know part of my schedule in the, in the middle of the regular season. <laughs> so this and is entirely selfish. I'm a, it's like like the playoffs are already stressful enough, you know. Like we were having to wait around to book either Boston or Miami, you know. Thank God. Uh, th- that... th- thanks, thank you, Heat, for for just dispelling that by halftime. Yeah, yeah, that's true. At least it wasn't a super stressful game. We all had our had our reservations pulled up a little early, but. But like I don't I mean who knows exactly how things will shake out but it's like like oh is there going to be a game this day is there not like I I it's the regular season I want to know the schedule. <laughs> all right. Well. I also right. I so got it's revealed that this is entirely selfish of Bennett Durando. This has nothing to do with the excitement that we're all going to feel watching. I bet these I bet Nikola Jokic would agree with me actually. Oh. I don't think he likes likes uh <laughs> the uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I don't I I mean like They'll care as much as they would care about 
games. Yeah. So there's not going to be any like added weight to this at all. My right? my guess is they're going to treat it like we're bigger than that. But they're still going to try and win the basketball games right. because that's what they are. But like I don't think they're going to treat it as a championship. Mm. What a disappointing, disappointing. I effect. hope someone completely random wins it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be really funny. Like, imagine if it's if it's Wizards and like Wizards Timberwolves in the final or something. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. There would be a comedy factor that. All right, last one. Yeah, tenth, I probably got to get out of here for yeah for practice and practice. Right, so. right. Tenth question: Who is the media member? Oh, right. the the talking head that is going to have Nuggets Twitter aflame with the disrespect being shown towards Nicole Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Malone, the next Larry Bird, Hunter Tyson, fill in the blank. Um, look, I mean, I could name anyone, and it would probably end up being right because. <laughs> <laughs> Denver will find a way. Um, I'm going to say, I, I feel like Cowherd hasn't gotten any trouble with, with Denver yet. <laughs> and he's a big LA guy too, you know? That's true. So like, That's true. There's inevitably, you know. Not Nick Wright then? You're not going with Nick Wright or... Kendrick Perkins is obviously the Kendrick easy Perkins, one. Kendrick Perkins, that's that's too basic of a guess. Yeah, I feel like yeah. uh, maybe someone on on uh, inside the NBA for TNT gets gets people riled up at some point. Uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah, I think Charles likes Jokic a lot. Yeah, though, he, there's so no maybe. way. Yeah, Shaq would be more likely Sha- of, yeah. of the two big men to yeah. say something out of turn to the yeah. to the fan base. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. I'm going with Coward, though. Coward. I like that. That's a good answer. Yeah. That's a solid answer. Yeah. Um, I keep seeing his commercial pop up, too, the one that it's yes. sort of, where yeah. it's like, no matter how many times you blah, 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 I'm still right or whatever. I yeah. It's, it's yeah. Sort of no, annoying. yeah. He's irritating. He's, he is <laughs> He is among the more irritating talking heads. Although, I, I, I have to admit, I don't watch a lot of those shows. I, I'm Neither not, do I, but I'm not a huge fan of those shows. Let me just tell you though, that's an electric battle. The Nuggets fan base versus any of those. Oh guys. yeah, just yeah, like, no, yeah. like absolute like dumb internet culture <laughs> at its peak. <laughs> it, it's it definitely like oh gosh, some some of the arguments and like it's basically like who can create the largest straw man possible yes, to yes. <laughs> to yeah. knock down. Um, I yeah, that's uh, on both sides. It's absolutely. It's hilarious. I, I enjoy it actually to some extent. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, you have practice to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly Zeke Nashi to talk about. Um, and who, we'll who, who knows? We'll see what, what, what the uh, discussion is. Tomorrow night, uh, 5.30 p.m. tip off? Think so. What, or, a, or, what a tip time. Yeah. We, I wish what? all 82. Oh, all 82. Man. If, I, if the games in Vegas are at 5.30, Mountain time, you're in. Then I'm completely <laughs> changing my mind. <laughs> That's good. Count me in. That's All good. of my opinions have selfish motives behind them, so that's important. Yeah. Okay. Excited to cover actual basketball. Excited to watch the herd some more this year. Now that I'm, uh, <laughs> now that I've attached myself to that. So yeah, the Lakers. 
the Nuggets. It's going to be fun. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Um, see uh, the banner get raised in Ball Arena, the first championship banner for the Nuggets. Uh, going to be a heck of a night, and I'm sure they'll have a ridiculously gaudy championship ring to show off. Uh, the kind that's so large that you can't even fit it on your hand. Uh, glad we still do that. That seems like a worthwhile use of resources in this world. Um, but that... Didn't you just, like, make fun of me for a cynical... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I... point on something? <laughs> I, listen, I, you, I, I actually had a bet. Here's a fun, fun story before we go. I had a bet with my friend that when I got engaged, Quick. when I got engaged, I was not going to give a ring with a diamond on it to my betrothed. I did not. This is when you were single that you made that I bet? made this bet when I was single at, at the age of uh, about 26, I believe. And I did not do it. Was the person you proposed to still your wife right now? Yes, correct. <laughs> yes, the per- yes, yes. Yeah, it worked out. She was fine with not having a diamond. Believe it or not, That's we don't cool. need those. So, all right. I think that caps our show for this week. Bennett. Always a pleasure. We'll be back here soon. And next time, we will read off your reviews on iTunes. Send them in. Five stars. Lie with your stars. Tell the truth with your review. Thank you, everybody. Okay. (laughs) Do that. Do all that. Excited for basketball. Turn around.